To learn my teachings, I must first teach you how to learn. Are you kidding me? I'm sure I haven't the faintest idea what you're talking about. For those who need a visual effect, Colin is running around the room. <laughs> what we've got here is failure to communicate. Let me spend. No, there is too much. Let me sum up. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Hello, my name is Peter Chapani here with Austin Baker. Hey, Peter, how's it going? I'm well, and Nathaniel Graham. Hey, folks, how you doing? And we are Dead on Board. Today we bring a uh, special episode for our listeners. Uh, we decided to talk to our local shop owner. Uh, Nat, how are you on this cold evening? You know, um, very, very good. I just received a really nice Carhartt jacket for Christmas, so it, uh, it's not bad outside at all. It's already Pretty timely. It's all fall. Seems good. Well, we brought you in to talk about uh, uh, how you got to the point at which you are today. Okay. Uh, so why don't you start off uh, a little bit about yourself? Uh, me and magic. Um, well, it goes back a fair bit. I started playing Ice Age-ish. Um, Just practically yesterday. Yeah, 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 you know, um, I'm pretty new to all this, um, but uh, this was actually back when I lived in Canada, and um, I was in the Navy at the time, and before I got into it, I was actually stationed out on the West Coast in a place called Victoria, which is, are you familiar with Seattle? Yeah. Yeah. Northwest of there, uh, Little Island, and uh, there was a hobby shop selling cases of alpha beta oh Ooh. sure to clear it out they thought the game was bad oh good <laughs> whoops <laughs> right yes and i was like magic no that sounds stupid yeah. who would want to do yeah. that and i was an avid fantasy person at the time too right. and uh so yeah kick myself on that one because <laughs> um, you didn't buy them i guess exactly oh, yeah. yes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 the bad side of the story yeah um fast forward a few years and um I got in, uh, Ice Age was pretty free-flowing, and uh, Mirage Block, uh, a good chunk of that. Mm -hmm. I played a lot there. Um, The magic scene was definitely less organized at that point in time. I did play Arena League, got those sweet Arena lands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, All that good stuff, and uh, the Tempest really kind of kicked up. Uh, for me in Magic, and uh, played a ton of that. Oh my gosh! Competitively? Uh, well, again, the Magic scene oh, where, sure, I'm, sure. where it's from, uh, again, not so organized, and mm-hmm. um, it it is. I'm certain it has changed since. Uh, but I was pretty hot and heavy for a couple of years, and uh, Mercadian Masks actually just kind of made me go enough. Really? Really? Masks. Hmm. What was uh, going on? Was that? Lynn Civy? Was, was that that? No, it wasn't Lynn Civy, was it? Mm-hmm. That what, was, what, what was a year and a half block? afterwards. It was like looking at Exodus all over again. Mm. Exodus was pretty bad. Yeah. Exodus was, ooh, I'm happy for a common. And yeah, yeah. this is, we we know today like there are some very valuable cards in there. Sure. Um, yeah, even roll back 10 years ago, um, you know, Oath of Druids would be really right. prime pull. In its day, there was very, very little exciting to open, mm-hmm. except for, you know, Soul Warden. 
Yeah. <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough. Yeah. yeah. So uh, no, but a lot of the commons were were truly uh, much better. I have seen so many workhorses. I. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that that is. Well, Exodus had like survival of the fittest. City of Traders was City of Traders in Exodus. Yeah, there's some insane <laughs> stuff in that set. There, there is. Go now we're like, oh my gosh. Yes, but I guess back then yeah. just things were different. And so, Urza's was really good. Yeah, so good, so much fun. And when Mass rolled around, everything felt very overcosted, mm-hmm. very slow, very mundane. And so I put my hands up, yeah. and. Uh, uh, role for a few years, um, I got out of the Navy and moved here to Missouri. Mm-hmm. And um, the fine state, most beautiful state in the oh, Union. Misery, <laughs> Mis- yes. Mis- misery. <laughs> uh, no, it's good. Well, my future wife was from here, yeah. so uh, it was definitely beautiful for me. Absolutely. And uh, so um, I came back into it, and a friend took me to the Mirrodin pre-release in Kansas City run by Feral Events uh, at the time. Right, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, so I started getting back, like, buying and whatnot with yeah. Legions and Scourge, which I actually really enjoyed. I thought Legions mm-hmm. thematically was very interesting, where everything was a creature. Right. Yeah. You, you got your pieces together. Not the world's greatest set, mm-hmm. but sure. still, um, I thought it was a nice creative effort. And um, so part of my journey in magic is actually very much tied with feral events. Um, Mm -hmm. That was back in the day of regional pre-releases. Stores didn't have them. And uh, I started making it a mecca every quarter to go to Kansas City, rent a hotel room with friends, and have a couple of wobbly pops and play Mm -hmm. magic. Yeah, That's awesome. I mean... And what's interesting to me is that you had to travel for a pre-release event. I guess I'm spoiled that I just yeah. go to my local shop and open yeah. a pre-release kit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, I mean, that's what all of us do now, right? As opposed to making, yeah. making well, it was it. it was like a small grand prix, really. Right. Um, it they rented out uh, part of the Overland Park Convention Center. There were multiple vendors. Uh, sometimes we were in a strip mall, um, but it was great. You had multiple booths to shop at. You had nonstop magic to play. Um, like all through the night, I mean, it was really, really yeah, cool. nonstop magic. Really I, I, cool. I, 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 I lie not here. It was, it was amazing. I played so much Champions of Kamigawa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think <laughs> I, I actually started giving back my Rayusei. Yeah. Because I had so, so many. Uh, fell on a, <laughs> uh, on a celebration sort of weekend anyway. So I was up partying. Sure. And. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there was there was a lot of Guinness and a lot of Jack Daniels that weekend, yeah. along with the magic. Yeah, that's a good so, combo. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, I don't honestly. I, I'm having a hard time remembering when they split the the regional to the locals was going to have been huh, after Lorwyn block. Well, Shadowmore, the right, the two right, blocks right, put yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with, uh, going and traveling to feral events, um, almost every month, honestly, because they also ran the, the PTQs, Mm -hmm. uh, that was before PPTQs went to stores and all that stuff. Um, I was in Kansas city about every month and around a group of judges constantly, uh, because they had a stable staff and, uh, Lloyd Dodson was their scorekeeper who is actually my judge 
dad. The the judge said right, baby. right, right. Um, the judge so. said baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just got like this weird like vampire thing. I was like, all right, is that how that works? Well, we are a cult. Yeah. We are. A yeah. Cult. yeah. So uh, for for our listeners uh, who who don't know, I am a level two judge, and uh, I actually made level two in September uh, a few months ago. But I've been a judge for a little over five years. Yeah. So congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, the. E- Sorry, just I get sidetracked in my head. <laughs> um, so beginnings of magic uh, started off Ice Age Mirage ish, uh, took a break through the middle of magic. And I actually have a really hard time holding uh, those blocks mm-hmm. in my head. Um, well, they were just yesterday. Why don't you remember? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. and then I came back in at the tail end of Onslaught Block mm-hmm. uh, casually and then playing a lot of magic come uh, the start of Mirrodin and growing pretty hot and heavy up until uh, Innistrad. Ooh, that's a big stretch. It's kind of a long stretch of time that was fitting. Don't tell me you left during Innistrad. That was, a, that was one of the best standards. I opened a store. <laughs> well, so I guess that, that does take away your time yeah. from playing. So explain much. to us what happens when you open a store as a magic player. Or uh, transitioning to the store owner part. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, I I don't build decks anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played in a Grand Prix in, in many, many moons. Been um, to a Grand Prix, though. Yes. Mostly uh, buying and selling. <laughs> yeah, I so I used to vend on the GP circuit. Uh, these days, I judge on them. Sure. Um, probably not the most lucrative use of my time, but I really enjoy yeah, it. No, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it can be fun. Um, it is. It is a lot of fun. Um, and shorter days than vending. Right. So. Right. Uh, that's good. Um, but it's it's rough. The I see a lot of shops come and go um, over all my years mm. where the owners treat it like a toy and not a thing itself right. and i wanted to make sure that i didn't fall into that trap so uh, i put shop needs ahead of my own playtime yeah well i think every young magic player you know you get it started into magic oh this game's so fun you, you kind of get deeper into it and then eventually you, you you know you go to your local game store and you're like well i want to own one of these and just make my hobby my my career basically mm-hmm. and it seems like such a great idea and running a card shop's not hard yeah. right you just buy low sell high kids come in and they play games and it's easy right but i think sure a lot of yeah people... that's exactly how it yeah. works <laughs> that's exactly how it works yeah. you have figured me yeah, out sir <laughs> i think that's a uh, very much not the harsh reality that maybe owning a store is maybe very much not your hobby anymore and it just becomes full-time job probably yeah um you know this is uh, my third child um, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> sure. that's uh absolutely a, a thing mm-hmm. but um the it takes or well, i don't know if it takes i treat it um with a lot of tlc and i the people here mm-hmm. are very important and honestly i think the thing for this store um is the communities that we build and craft i mean that's that's the that's our our success yeah. it has nothing to do with me uh being a good drafter back in the day or anything like that sure. I, i've never day two to gp um sweet new husk neither <laughs> <laughs> well i know i'm in i'm in like company yeah. here yeah. and uh well, no i tried yeah. I, i've yeah. tried yeah. you know um but uh the 
I'll play limited because mm. I can pick up and play. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's about what I have time for. Yeah. yeah. So ahead. so what's as you kind of develop these skills over your magical career, magical career, mm. uh, and you start evaluating like card types and prices, um, how do you how do you insulate your business for the future? Because magic is kind of a come and go thing as of recently. Sure. Standard specifically, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah what are you talking about? Standard's amazing. <laughs> it is. It is now. But there was a period of time where uh, stores across the nation were having trouble firing standard. No. <laughs> um, Not here. I can't think of one Eldrazi block that that happened in. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Um, so, in terms of a store, store, it's mm-hmm. important to be diversified in terms of what you offer. Um, so. Anyone, really. Um, Austin, you can go out and you can start a shop and mm-hmm. you can sling standard all day long. Sure. You can. Uh, you're probably not going to eat, but you can do it. <laughs> um, standard's super easy. Standard's super easy. You can uh, crack a couple of cedar boxes and mm-hmm. then trade like the shenanigans right. um, to, to keep that going. Uh, diversifying in magic across formats is important. Um, in terms of magic health, but then also in different lines, because here we do a lot more than just magic. We, uh, the Japanese games have, have been done well. Um, we start them, uh, because people ask for it cause we're community driven. Um, so that's things like force of will and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. And, uh, they, they have really good starts typically, but, um, my experience is they start to peter out and I know these things are super popular over on the West coast and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They do have, these companies do come out with their uh, tournament series. Um, in terms of overseas games, the biggest one would be Yu-Gi-Oh! Right. That, that keeps going. Right. Um, and Pokemon, I don't know if you, we count Pokemon as a USA game or a Japanese game. It is weird. I mean, it's, it's, it's popular, yeah. but like not in the same way magic is right. Right. It's more yeah. of a nostalgia thing. Well, Not to yeah, say yeah. Magic most have people that, of but... our age, I feel like, owned all the Pokemon cards, but that's about it. Like we we bought a lot of them, but yeah. I don't know that anybody actually played. Yeah, it's a it's a much different beast when you get going playing. Yeah. Um, I just heard the story uh, on Christmas Eve, actually. Um, a young man who's got thousands like say sixty five thousand dollars in scholarship money because yeah. uh when you're young and pokemon playing at the big events that's what you get you get scholarships which is free education yeah. which is yeah right. I, I mean you you win a 1k and how long is that money in your pocket oh god yeah. end of the weekend <laughs> right, yeah. right? Yeah, i mean not very long i traded into more magic cards <laughs> that's all i do right yeah. and so um he was walking out with you know a, a lot of money, a couple mm-hmm. of years of school, easy, mm-hmm. uh, for playing a hobby. Yeah. Uh, but he was caught cheating by a, essentially a spectator, a person mm-hmm. uh, beside him. Uh, so there's going to be some fallout. They're waiting uh, to hear yeah. what happens with this young man. That's um, always unfortunate. Right? Yeah. Um, so this game is, all, all the games have their serious elements. It's just finding where they're at. So Yu-Gi-Oh! has what's called a YCS, and mm-hmm. those things are huge, uh, much bigger than Magic Grand Prix. Really? Yeah. Um, well, they treat them more like cons, don't they? Like conventions? I've never been to one. Okay. Um, so, Yu-Gi-Oh! is not my game. I, I 
might be able to play it. It's been a little while since I have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Yu-Gi-Oh! feels a lot to me like Combo Legacy. Fair. <laughs> Everybody's on Combo all the time. No Force of Will. Kind yes. Of, a little bit. Well, I mean, you have trap cards, but <laughs> like that, that's a specific activation. You can't just choose. Right, you know? right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, and I I don't like combo a whole lot of type, so uh, gotcha. not not for me to play ser- seriously. Casually, sure, that's fine. So we won't catch you casting Tendrils of Agony no. anytime soon? God, no. <laughs> what yeah. a great card, though. Yeah. Just count it, to ten. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. Yeah. It's four mana drain, four life. Nah, come on. That's not busted at all. <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah. uh, so you, you talk about insulating yourself. Um, how about yourself uh, as a player? Have there mm-hmm. ever been uh, purchases or gathering of cards or sets that you really enjoyed as a person that you kind of oversold yourself on? And thus you find yourself, well, maybe this wasn't the most lucrative thing just because of the way magic is going. Um, everything in here belongs to the store, not to me. Mm-hmm. So my stuff is my stuff, and store stuff is store stuff. Gotcha. Um, Don't get high on your own supply, kind of thing. <laughs> well, when you're when you're yeah. dealing in crack, I mean, you gotta you gotta yeah. have some rules. It's true. But um, Biggie taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think Dragon's Maze got a, a bit maligned. I think uh, all in all, it's it's a really good set, but I recognize. It's not big secondary market stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think if you can diverge the the thoughts of what's going to be an investment in magic and mm-hmm. if you're playing standard you should you should not consider what you're doing investing. Right. No, not at all. Um versus how fun it is to play and to enjoy the, the set itself. Um I think a lot of things that people go, well, that was horrible as a set actually is really pretty good i i, I like fallen empires you should draft it sometime that what is going on here? i mean you could buy a box for like what thirty dollars <laughs> if, 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 if i could buy boxes for thirty dollars i would fill the stock room would you really i would and draft them or just fill the stock room just, just. both <laughs> as it went down i'd buy more yeah at thirty dollars well. yeah i i couldn't buy enough of it yeah. I would I would my children would have no food in the fridge. <laughs> just <laughs> just falling in five packs. Eat, eat those cards, kids. That'll be well, fine. Well no. That'll be crazy. <laughs> so uh honestly the thing with Fallen Empires is it was way overproduced that, right? Right, right, right. Um you had multiple arts for a whole bunch of junky cards. Uh again, secondary market has has judged it right. quite heavily. Um which is fine, but I would want masses of fallen empires because somewhere in there is wyvern. Fair, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Somewhere, and I mean, like we've just not figured out a way to how to, how to break that set, right? No, him to Turok. Well, that's it. I mean, sure, but how many <laughs> other hymns are there? You need to play Thalens. <laughs> <laughs> Again, and that's the difference between playing for fun and right. playing for for realsies, right? Right. right? So I think. I think there's a lot to be learned from the kitchen table player. I really do. Um, mm-hmm. I think they more purely enjoy the game at times because I know me, I get knotted up inside mm-hmm. when I top deck land number three in a row 
in a game that I could win if I could pull out an answer. Yeah. Right. But it's a land, and oh, I'll crack a fetch. Uh, I will get a land, and oh, it's a land. And I'm like, huh, that's odd. I've been li- thinning out my mana base. <laughs> let's let's keep going. Oh, it's more mana. At least you can cast your cruel ultimatum now. <laughs> that that was a card in standard. Yeah, thank you. that was that was, card was great. I, it's card yeah. modern. So, do we think that that's just like an inherent problem of Magic, just because of the resource system? Like you're always just going to had the possibility of drawing the third land or do we see ourselves kind of digging out of that i mean fetches kind of get you there maybe you're thinking thinning out your deck it's an inherent issue with the yeah. game uh having some percentage of your deck as resources other games uh worked around this yeah so i almost i almost put, hung my hat on uh the world of warcraft card game yeah oh wow oh yeah yep and <laughs> <laughs> It was a well-designed game. Uh, at the time, it was still in its infancy, and there wasn't uh, a lot of sets out. So it was far more dictated with what you could build because whatever your basically your commander was, that's what you had to build, mm-hmm. uh, dictated what cards you could play. But lands were never basic unless didn't like yourself um (laughs) they could always they always had some sort of activated ability that you would run that was good for your deck uh but if you open up your hand and you've got your eight drop Mm -hmm. you put that face down as a land right right um so it worked its way around the resource system by allowing anything to be a resource Mm -hmm. um which uh i thought was good design space uh force of will you had a separate resource deck. Mm-hmm. So I there's a lot of games that work around this. Kaijudo, there was zero resources. Everything was a spell or a monster or whatever. Right. And you had to sacrifice. You had to make hard choices. What am I going to put in my mana pool? Right. So, so it's, it's just interesting to see how magic has kind of <laughs> developed over the years or maybe lack thereof. I mean, we're running in like 20x years of magic? 25? 25 here. 25 coming yeah. up, yeah. 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 So, yeah. and it's just... I mean, we're still just tapping lands, right? I am. Yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe I'm... That's why you lose a lot. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Just not you need some spells. moxes. <laughs> and uh, some LEDs. I had one for and a And a tendrils. Oh, man. I thought we weren't going to play combo. Yeah. No, 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 let's no. not do that. No, I don't play combo. My combo <laughs> is true and Nemesis and Batterskull. <laughs> just yeah, that's like, pretty good. I don't know. I don't know. Talk to Caleb. I hear Storm's pretty good. Uh, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he does all right with it. Yeah. yeah but... Uh, I just either sworn canonist him. Can you canonist somebody? Ah, it's not a verb. Uh, no, but I, I I sort of tend to like the mana system in Magic, even though it is sort of flawed to I, some degree. It is a feature. Right. As, <laughs> as much as I could get grumbly about it, is, uh, it's a feature of the game, and you either like it or you don't. If, if you are anti the resource system, mm-hmm. um, Magic is not going to be the game for you. Yeah. That's so uh, maybe chess. Yeah. Um, yeah that, that, Hearthstone, no, Hearthstone still has some random, randomness, but the resource, I guess, is better. You get a mana every turn or whatever. Gotcha. So, yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I have never touched Hearthstone. That's yeah, it's that's interesting. It's you. not worth it though. For you. Okay. I've watched it be played <clears throat> once. Yeah. So I don't care for digital games. Yeah. Like if you're gonna put money into this thing, I want to have a thing. Right. right. 
That's that's my that take on it. You can touch and feel and yeah. Yeah. yeah as opposed to rip an aff. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a savage, you can play flip it or rip it. We could do a legends pack right now if you want to. Yeah, sure. Uh, maybe not. Get your credit card. <laughs> yeah, who's buying that, right? <laughs> yeah, no. no. Uh, I mean, talking about digital digital games. I mean, MTGO is archaic at best. Um, <laughs> yeah. As you you know, you as a shop owner, uh, do you kind of like revel in the fact that 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 whole you know secondary market esque is kind of faltered by the program itself? Um. So, uh, I've been hearing lately in terms of digital magic. GPs could be digital within the next five years. Whoa. That really sucks. Yeah, I think I would kind of hate that. I don't know. Well, if, if that were to be the thing, if that truly were to be the thing, I I really don't see Wizards stopping a paper game. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The paper game will continue. Uh, in terms of cost, a electronic GP would be so much cheaper to oh, put sure. on. Yeah, well, they still charge the same, too. I mean, how many... How much is it for an electronic GP? Do we know? I couldn't tell you. I know the paper GP is seventy dollars now, yeah. which so. and they they capped the last one, so yeah. Even though they, the, they lowered the the max by like two hundred. Yeah, it wasn't the biggest convention hall, OKC, which which <coughs> right. we went to yeah. was not the the biggest you know hall they could have, but like I think it was like fifteen hundred still. They right. didn't hit the cap, so yeah, the um. Instead of a team of judges, they need a handful of tech support people. Oh, that's true. Then all they have to do is ship around laptops or yeah. tablets or whatever interface they they solidify on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's, you know, running power lines. Yeah. It's, it'd be... I think in some ways it would provide a better player experience. Um, even if you, for whatever reason, had to shuffle around the room to find the person... Right. <laughs> To right. sit at that particular device because right. networking's a new technology. Yeah. Right. But yeah. um, you you don't commit GRVs. You don't miss triggers. Yeah. You there's no c- real concern by and large of cheating and foul play. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of ways, you're going to end up playing a fairer game that way. Right. Um, but does that mean more fun? If all you want to do is win, I I am very adamant about the uh, human element of games, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why we're sitting in the office of a game store that right. I opened. Um, right. I I think that is so important, and it's another reason why I just don't really do online gaming. Yeah. If someone's gonna say horrendous things to me, I want them to say it to my face, <laughs> <laughs> or not say it at all. Cause, you know, well, yeah, yeah. Whatever happened with. Uh, somebody's mother i don't know yeah who knows? Yeah, uh, yeah but since you do focus so much on sort of the human element i know that majorlings your store here mm-hmm. uh is big around just fostering a community we try what have you been able to do to help kind of i guess create such a great environment within a game store what what kind of things are you bringing to the table that help foster that community aspect you know um i think you, for example, play more to that story than me. You think the community helps itself? Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I turn the lights on. Well, actually, now I pay people to turn the lights on, <laughs> sure, uh, sure. by and large. Um, it's not about me, right? Um, it's really about what the people want to do, 
and to provide that environment and to to allow it to go. Uh, I could fret over the lack of standard for the last year, mm-hmm. or I could gently nudge like, hey, we should try to play some standard once in a while. And the community is going to be like, mm, no, or mm, yes. Uh, the downside on that in terms of running everything is when something is good, um, like, oh my gosh, we need to play more modern. I'm like, okay, great. Oh gosh, we want modern FMs. I'm like, well, okay, sure. give me five months because the the scheduling window for for doing all right. this uh, is is really far out in advance. I took a risk because standard has been where standard is. Right. Um, and did a one K standard event in November, thinking you know, at the time I was planning it, I was waiting for Exelon to come out. It still hadn't come out yet, and I'm like new set rotation right surely surely we we should get some of that spark back Mm -hmm. Uh, not so much and and again every area is different um so i i unfortunately find at at some points that i'm far more slow reactive than proactive Mm -hmm. for things that i can do um but if someone says i want to do x and my friends here want to do x with me I think it's my duty, my job to go, okay, let's look at the schedule and see where we can put that in. Right. Uh, so it doesn't have to be magic per se, but let's say uh, you wanted to drive uh, tiny leaders. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Popper Kamigawa block tiny leaders. I don't think we won't. We've yeah. talked about it. <laughs> that, uh, that sounds phenomenal. You want to sell a bunch of Kamigawa block commons? come to us. I think I could find some. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. We'll figure it out. A common legendary creature. I don't know. Under 3 CMC. I don't, I don't know how many of those there are. Maybe there, three. There's, there's, there's enough. There's enough. Okay, fair there's enough. <laughs> if you want a truly diverse format, yeah. if you want a truly diverse format, you know what you have to play? Homelands Constructed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what does that even look like? What are we casting? and salads and... Sager uh, uh, Autocrats and... And uh, Baron Singer. Baron Singer, yeah, yeah. Baron oh, okay, Singer. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no the powerhouse. Plus. No. Five mana, four, four? Something like that? It's good enough. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Singer? Oh, gosh, it was like seven or eight. Was it? Uh, it's. Use Dark Ritual into it. It's... There's no Dark Ritual <laughs> in Homelands. That that well, would be way too good. Well, is there any. Is there a counterspell? No. No, <laughs> no why, would we, why would we add that? Yes. Do you not know your magic history, uh, Austin? Uh, I don't know Homelands. I don't even think there You was... should. Maybe. Um, Wait, no, I was about to say uh, Aeophile was the best card from Homelands, but I'm pretty sure Aeophile's one of the better cards from Fallen Empires. <laughs> the fact that you know these sets so well is just... Two mass sets, one pretty good card. I'm like, oh man, now you just want to play like Innistrad Limited and like have a real good time. <laughs> like, I'll even get the box, it's fine. But Austin, I would still beat you. Yeah, that's besides the like point. A challenge. <laughs> Baron Slinger is indeed eight five black black black. Jeez. That's oh that's that's a standard playable. Oh yeah. Well <laughs> hey, they brought it back for an online edition of the Masters Editions. Really? Yep. Yeah. So it also was available online for oh, MGGO. We could do it. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> How can we cheat that out? Like, what if we just play show and tell and our opponents just like, oh, no, 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 no. Get Emrakul- no, you just play energy. It doesn't matter what you're playing because you have all the colors. <laughs> <laughs> Touchdown. Get it. T- turn two and, no, we just go Lotus Petal into uh, the 2-2 two, two that makes synergy and Ooh, is, yeah, a, yeah, is yeah. a bird of paradise kind of, or is a, I don't know. 
It's the, we'll figure it out yeah, later. I own four of them. I, I, just did, but I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. I play this thing. I'll win the game eventually. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. No. Uh, so, do you see magic as uh, like a, is it at an uptick at this point? Uh, not only in popularity, but in fun of play. Because we kind of hit a drought with battle. Right. right. Yep. Um, not only because of Eldrazi, because of yeah, some of the mechanics were just kind of and Oath. Yeah. Like, what Battle made standard kind of weird, and then Oath just said, eh, modern, just big middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> well, and even Kaladesh was a little like, okay, this is cool, but what are we doing? Well, we have Marvel and, like, Emrakul. And, yeah. Uh, some stuff. I think there's, uh, in Ixalan, there's a lot of neat things. Is it, I well, I would say from what I, I observe from the community, it is not enough to shake the hodrums of standard. No. The... I think I'm going to call it a mistake, but maybe I just I lack the vision. Ixalan as a set? No, I'm not calling Ixalan the mistake. The mistake Wizards made uh, reared its head up about a year ago where they went back on their proposed change to rotations. Okay. Uh, sure. I think the more frequent rotation basis would have been better for the game overall. Really? Yep, absolutely. You know, a lot of players were kind of not so pleased with that initially because it's a finance thing, basically. It is and it isn't. Um, if Kaladesh puts out a super cool mechanic that can be a tier one deck, mm -hmm. you're going to buy it, period. Probably. Either yeah. that or you're going to play against it. Right. You know, like find things that go against it. Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily think at any point you have to buy into the current print of Magic mm -hmm. to be competitive and standard. Like that's uh, that's a I don't know, boy cries wolf sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. You're you're going to the more serious player is going to be very targeted with the things that they want, and if they see a deck that fits their their inner type. Um, posting strong numbers, they're going to shift over potentially. And they're not buying 300 cards. Right. They're buying 20 to 30. Right. Well, and, uh, you know, as Magic players, we kind of create this fallacy for ourselves is that uh, will this carry on beyond standard? And I think we need to get rid of that mindset and understand that not everything is meant to be in modern or legacy or what have you. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we get spoiled. You know, like Fatal Push is something that. Nobody really saw coming, but it's kind well, of what we needed. Well, right. Yeah, I guess I didn't see the printing coming, but once it was printed, everybody was like, oh, boy. Right. How, we, right. how is this not? What know? is disfigure? Nobody knows. Yeah. Like, right. Better, so, yeah. The, um, yeah, I, I think in terms of legacy, you see one to two cards a year, roughly. Yeah. Um, what shakes up modern? You know, I really couldn't tell you that is probably my worst format to yeah. talk about because modern didn't exist Right. For me, when I stopped right. playing Magic, right. right, it's so turbulent too. Modern has a lot of changes and weird shit. Yeah, we and... live and die by that ban list, and sometimes <laughs> it's not bit. kind. Oh, oh, it is sometimes, rough. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I know because right. I, I see what happens. Yeah. Um, but to your, I, to your I, pocketbook I, now, as opposed to. I, I have never played a game of Modern. Oh, if I have, it is to sit across from one of you guys, yeah. just shuffling one of your decks against yeah. you, yeah. Uh, to chit chat. And play magic and, and make fun of how, how badly you play <laughs> or how you just 
beat my face and I threaten to throw you out of the store. You yeah. know, whatever, whichever way it goes, probably you know, more Nat, than the second one. We don't one. need to know the 12 steps and how to cast a spell, okay? <laughs> <laughs> There's only seven. Right. I've been told enough times. <laughs> All I need to know is how to tap the lands and which way to tap them, okay? Yeah. To the oh, left. Oh, well. Whoa, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Interview over. We're done. You know what? The symbol's not even on the lands anymore. Yeah, that's really It's funny. really just like planes. Yeah. Just a sun. It's just sun mana. Yeah. I wonder, as a new player, like how do you determine not not which way to tap, but like what that thing does? Ah, it's just you know, it's just a sun. You just put it on the field, and it just shines real bright. So I think, as a new player, that's really where you guys shine in. Uh, members of the community, I mean, part of what you should be doing, all of us, honestly, right. but actively recruiting. And how do you tell someone, you know, what? that does and well all right so all right johnny like you're gonna turn it this way and you always you always show turn it to the right yeah. <laughs> i'm never gonna mislead him mm-hmm. no lands up front it's yeah. actually oh, yeah. I, I i that's i start all my magic games land up front uh, just to, just to tilt well if you play a creature then you put it back have you ever played alpha oh god <laughs> actually no no so anyways um <laughs> revised i think it's oldest cards the uh uh me and a friend, uh, we play Alpha once in a while. It's a lot of fun. but Just, just like 93, 94? Just Alpha. Alpha. Just Alpha. <laughs> is uh, that fun? Is that yeah, fun? it's a really? lot of fun. Oh, gosh. Be, yeah. I'd just be stressing out the whole time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you could do it with a much cheaper set. You could do it with, say, Fallen Empires. Oh, you, you and your friends. You, you, you and your friends just build empires. just build a Fallen Empires thing. All this cast, this is a secret meme to get people to buy <laughs> Fallen Empires and all <laughs> No, like, pick one of these vastly unappreciated sets. Um, and, and typically they're unappreciated because they're secondary market value. Right. 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 Particularly if you weren't around during that time. So just pick a set that's cheap. Right. That you and your friends can stomach. It's like sure. you, you don't have to tell anyone that you're riding the scooter, <laughs> but ride the scooter. Right. <laughs> and so you uh, build a deck just from it. God, I'm just see where it takes you. Two yeah. cheaps for three. Oh, here we go. <laughs> just the no, problem but... is like once you experience value, it's hard to go back <laughs> yeah. to something that's just like, well, I'll tap out to play this creature that does nothing. Yeah. It's just a vanilla yada yada. Well, so. then you're building the wrong deck. Fair, fair. Yeah. So the yeah, no, I mean, give it a shot. It's it's a lot of fun. Right. It's a lot of fun. I mean, just conspiracy maybe. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy right. sweet. Conspiracy is actually great. Yeah. I bought a box. I did conspiracy oh, too, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I've yet to do unstable. I need to we we need to get a group together because I just can't sit with down with random people and high five them all day. High five. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll we'll go to a a place where we can just have some adult beverages with friends and then yeah. high five each other. Maybe not. Can't do that here. No. No, no drink. Not at all. Yeah. Store. No, but uh, no, it's, so, it's good. As uh, as a shop owner, are you familiar at all with like the YouTube personalities of uh, like Rudy? Do you know who that is? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so based on your reaction, I can kind of uh, you know guesstimate uh, what you think of him. But what I find interesting and kind of what you take on this is how he affects the secondary market. So he says, he makes a video about Ravnica. Okay. He says, like, look at all these... Uh, Return to Ravnica shock lands. Okay, look at the beautiful art. Yada yada. He's got them all plastered over the place, and you know suddenly there's an uptick in selling. Right. Um, what is your view as a business owner and its uh, effect on the community? Um, it's polarizing, and I don't think it's necessarily fair. Yeah. Um, 
the pardon me the it, it's a trick we want we want people to be excited for what's coming out um that's part of the the moving pack stuff mm -hmm. um but i want you to be excited for your own game i don't care if you skip out on unstable or ixalan or rivals about to come out that that's inconsequential someone's gonna like it we will sell it but i want you to feel good about your game and what the makers are doing you know um i don't go stomping around the shop floor yelling about worst set ever overprinted you know <laughs> or anything like that what is this the return of fallen empires <laughs> <laughs> my god homelands wasn't this bad yeah. um yeah. Alliances also had a very negative uh, taste. When yeah, it first hard, came that's out. got yeah. Force of Will, so that's fine. That's fine in my book. But I mean, how good <laughs> is Force of Will and just Alliances? Five mana counterspell. <laughs> it, it wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was actually part with Homelands, actually. That was, God, of course it was. <laughs> it was. It was, it was Ice Age Homelands Alliances. Yeah. Learn your history. But, um, was that, that was finished up with Cold Snap? Cold Snap replaced Homelands. Yeah. Yeah. So Homelands is now a set it's by a, itself. It's right, Interesting. Right. Just an expansion like Fallen Empires, right. just like The Dark, just like Legends. Right, gotcha. So, But originally? Originally part of the Ice Age block. Of course it was. So, and Ice Age gave you Dark Ritual. Yeah, I think Ice Age oh, and Cold so Snap, it, like in and of themselves, was a, was a great revitalizing of, yeah. hey, here's what we can do. Maybe yeah. it's not the best, but look at this brainstorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure it out. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. There's a there's a lot of great stuff there. I still haven't cast one correctly. Brainstorm. I just I, I don't know how to I draw three. I'm going to back. I don't know. So touch. if you have a polarizing uh, personality out there, and when they say nice things, that's great. Um, mm -hmm. But dimes to dollars, at some point, they're going to say something negative, and uh, sure, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Um, I tell my staff they're not. I it's if let's just say let's say I hated Magic. I thought it was the worst game ever. The mana system drives me crazy, and it should be set on fire. And people who play it are bad people and should drive off a cliff. Well, well we thank are. you, and we should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> now, if I went out there and started talking like that, would someone even want to start playing this game? Unlikely, especially if you're one of the first expose parts pieces of exposure they have right. to it yeah so let's say you've been playing for a year or so and you you muckle your way through standard and you start getting in modern and you're mm -hmm. all excited and this guy is going worst thing ever this is dumb yeah. this isn't worth toilet paper right you know um we we have a responsibility to not crap on other people's games um, my personal opinion on what a person plays isn't important. Um, if they enjoy it, that's good enough for me, you know. Um, yeah. So. Okay. It's just interesting to get like get uh, shop owner's perspective, and you know, you have some weight in the game. You yeah. More than Austin or I or anybody else who just collects and plays right. competitively. Yeah. You know? So. Curiosity. Because uh, you kind of talked a little bit about somebody you know who goes from like standard to modern, and that's about it. Legacy is a dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. I love Legacy. Me too. Uh, it's a really fun format with a lot, just a lot of things that can happen, and just 
it's exciting. It's a really cool format, uh, and a lot of a lot of times it's very thought involved. Mm-hmm. Legacy has a little bit of a barrier to entry. Does it? Uh, <laughs> <coughs> Austin, po- just the size of your pocketbook, I suppose. <laughs> it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. Okay, to so. Be fair. Can, can I ask you a personal question? You can ask me a personal question. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to save that one for after the podcast. Swing. But to answer your question. Okay, yeah. No. Um, the, on a given year, mm-hmm. for, for let's say 2017, because, you know, the year's closing. Sure, out, sure. How much have you spent on Standard? Oh, on Standard, I will... I was a little absent just, just, during the first part of the year, sure, so probably a couple hundred bucks. So, so $200. How yeah, much have you bro. spent on Modern? Let's see. Let's include GP fees because that's part of it too. Yep. Probably near about maybe a grand. Okay, maybe. so for twelve hundred dollars, I can build a pretty good legacy deck. Yeah, yeah, or at least a good chunk of it. Sure, but you know, <clears throat> that's a long term. Right. Long term, if you saved up all his money from the end of the year, which as Magic players we are not good at. No, so you buy your dual lands <laughs> yeah, right, one at right, a time, right, right, right. I think and, a lot and people, stuff like that. I think a lot of people like look at. You know the price of a legacy deck. If you want to play like four color limits, like four thousand dollars, and they go, "Oh my god!" and they balk at that. Of course, right? Sure. But you don't have to spend four thousand dollars at once. No. It's like you take, save up a little paychecks. Okay, buy a bayou, and then buy a mox diamond, sure. or, and whatever you can kind of start with goblins. Play. play a reasonable yeah. tier two deck. Goblins is sweet though. <laughs> yeah, I great. spent forty dollars and got burn. You know, like because I already <laughs> had the modern pieces. So right, right, right. That's not me saying that I'll go to a GP and win, but you, you know, can go and and I. So there's a difference between playing for first place mm-hmm. and there's for everything. Right. Or maybe you just want to play a deck that's good in your local meta mm-hmm. um, and play with friends and for fun. So legacy, people, legacy is expensive. There, there's Sure, I will concede legacy is, is expensive. Same as saying uh, type one is expensive. Right. Vintage. Oh, yeah, sure. um, that's, yeah. a that's a different league. <laughs> that's, <laughs> oh boy, we dare not speak yeah. that. Unless uh, you got in in like '98 or before, it's probably expensive. It's still not that bad. It's just the the length of time that where you acquire things right. is longer. It's much longer. Um, but once you have it, you have it. That's true. So if you are an entrenched legacy player, you should have a lot of legacy cards. Right. So the move to type one. Yes, most, or rather, the 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 sticker shock is in a handful of, course, of things, of um, and so you take your time. It yeah. is probably not necessarily a format for a high school student or a college student, right? Um, but think about how you live now, mm-hmm. young single man, yeah. and you're going to graduate and you're going to go off and you're going to get a job that pays pretty good money. Hopefully, knock on wood. Sure, and you're going to you can either drink yeah <laughs> gamble <laughs> gamble yeah. missouri right yeah, whatever. um or you can stash a bit of that money aside that you're not used to having right to put towards the thing well a hobby or you know whatever you really want it's kind of so, disposable i, I was thinking home family sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. well Anything. if you can buy a family um <laughs> i might have to have a different yeah. kind of talk with you pete i bought a bunch of kids from uh, wherever they have excess kids yeah. i don't know yeah <laughs> uh no I, I was curious as a shop owner is it tough to kind of promote legacy or get people into legacy or even modern modern's not cheap Modern is a little bit of a sticker shock, especially for people who sure. are coming from like standard. It's um, just a hobby kind of aspect. Again, I think you all 
do a lot of that work where they're like, these are great guys to play with, and I want to I wanna enjoy this experience. Sure. My job is to provide an experience and to provide a space for it. Right. And sure, the a person comes in and they have a budget and they have a dream. Mm-hmm. And the dream has to get adjusted to the budget. Right. And so that's what we try to do is to adjust to get that person where they want to be that works out for them. And at some point, yeah, sure, they're going to own all the fetches. Sure. Right? But right. You just don't start that way. Of course not. Right? I mean, again, I guess tax season is coming up. I guess but you could, yeah. Yeah. If you're really yeah. ambitious. Well, I think uh, so one of the best experiences, magic experiences that I've had in the entirety of time that I played magic is on uh, Wednesday night, came in, sat down to play modern. And uh, it's also the same night that we host League here. Right. Uh, and I had a League player come up to me and he's like, what are you doing? Uh, well, and at the time I was playing Storm, so I was like, <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> and, just sit down and watch this machine. Yeah, <laughs> and he, you know, he just really uh, enjoyed the fact that there were things that were happening, like Storm Count. It happens right. no matter if you're keeping track or not. Right. Uh, yeah. And it turns out like it has an effect on the game. So uh, little hidden aspects like that and... Uh, you know, enjoyed the combo aspect, and I was also winning at the time, so I'm sure that, like, you know, I, sure. I, I want to see his face of like, why are you casting all these spells? What are you doing? <laughs> you just gonna just, pass a turn and just do like, what? Make a bunch of mana, and then I'll figure it out. I right. guess. Oh, great shots! Oh, oh, look at that card! <laughs> but yeah, just, so. just the the excitement. You know, um, oh. it was a long time ago that I felt that excitement myself right. about magic. Yeah, uh, and I realized that people can still feel that. You just have to give them a, a means to do so. Yep. You, know, you give us the place and the supplies, and we sit down with our personalities and really. Now I, I hate I hate to say draw people in, but you know, yeah. it's all hopefully we do. Hopefully we do. Yeah. yeah, we're doing our jobs, and the community will grow because we love a good community as much as the shop does. Yeah, it's good for the shop. It's good for us. It's basically communism. Right. Kind of. Not, yeah. not, <laughs> really, not really. Not really at all. Yeah. It's good for the government. It's good for me. Okay. That's right. So, you know, we talked about the, the price point and the legacy. Um, how do you feel about the restricted list? Reserved. Reserved. Excuse Well, same difference. <laughs> no, no. Is restricted is uh, for type one. Yeah. And, uh, or vintage for those of you who might be too young yeah, to know what type one yeah, is. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a type one, one five, type two. Type two. Yeah. So yeah, they're just standard now? Type two standard. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then one X doesn't exist. I mean it's actually right. still in the books. One um, five extended? Or one yeah. What was one five? Legacy. 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 Yeah. <laughs> X I knew that. for extended. Right, sure, sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Anyone can the host historian a magic. of magic. Yeah, anyone right. can host a magic podcast if you just try hard enough. You don't have to know anything. It's all right. You've got you've got a willing personality. No, You're very sweet. Awesome. Um, so the reserved list. Yes, that one. So the reserved list, or the oh god, we're not going to print this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which everyone, which they right? did. Um, oh, did. They actually have that. Yes, yeah, so they <laughs> yeah. have broken the reserved list. Yeah. Uh, Revised well, it a few times. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's a hard one. The it helps people like me, like me personally. Um, if so, one of the things they did to get around it was they did a Judge Well Demonic Tutor. Sure. Um, right. And then Demonic Tutor was then in a dual deck, and because it wasn't a regular printing, that's how they mm-hmm. s- said, it, "Well, it's not in violation," and 
there was a bunch of squawking and they're like, okay, fine, we won't do that loophole anymore. If they did uh, from the vault, dual they, lands. They had it from the vault, uh, Mox Diamond as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, was, the, this a couple is, times. Yeah. Oh yeah. They tried. But yeah, yeah. from the vault, dual lands. Can't but do can, that can, well, no. <laughs> well, they said they won't. Right. Um, if they made that product, that product would be outrageously expensive. Oh God, yes. Um, but imagine if you will, um, expedition dual lands. Actual dual lands. Jeez. But uh, it's just a random chance in standard. Is yeah. a lot of it going to enter the market? No, not at all. No. no nor does it really affect the price. Yeah. I mean, which is yeah. essentially what you're saying. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, does it give... It lets in some hundreds more players at a reasonable price. Yeah. Um, just by doing the lands alone. So they could, in theory... Um, if they went back to their old ways with the current list, mm-hmm. they could find ways of letting probably thousands of people into legacy at a reasonable cost while supporting standard. So the list as it is now protects people who've invested. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's their stance on the list is, you know, to um, validate your old purchases. But they don't, care about what you're buying now right like they, they just flat out don't right um and if you bought something 20 years ago eh. hmm. so what i would like to not see happen is them to do the way of wow so when the wow card game was in its last print literally black lotus was in packs again mm. oh. yeah. Um, yeah. every high power card was in the last print run as a reprint the set sold like gangbusters and then blizzard and cryptozoic announced that they were splitting Mm -hmm. and hearthstone came into being right um and it was the death of the game which they made out like a bandit i guess exactly right and so i think if we see something like that the abolishment of the reserve list and here's all these cards for a set or two to me that is that's the end yeah that's the end of magic um I think a a trickle way to get these cards in would be fine. It would it would be honoring previous investments by people, although you're investing in cardboard. Right. So right. Um, uh, take that with a grain of salt. Um, and and I'm one of those people. I, I've I've got pretty things at home. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would it would hurt financially, but it wouldn't. Right. I'm not selling it. Right. You know? e- either way, really. Yeah, like I. Yeah. My cards get sold when I die. Yeah. Um, we also saw some interesting things happen with some cards. The original Modern Masters, Tarmogoyf was like 120, just kind of quietly 120 dollars, right. and they printed that, and they're like, oh, 200 dollars. So you could see a weird if they underprint it and create demand, you gotta yeah. see your card's value go up. Right. And I, I would hate interesting. I would hate to see it in a off the shelf version like the Master Series. I really right. would. Right. Um because if you said this is one of the fifty some odd rares, mm-hmm. that set just sells out. It's like, yeah, yeah. everyone buys it. Well, Reach, and that whole value goes down, right? Well, every other rare is just, garbage. Yeah, you yeah. just trash that yeah. entire set. Exactly. Basically, um yeah. 
and I think a a trickle in mechanic like the masterpiece series mm-hmm. um, would be a a reasonable way to for all parties for all parties. Sure. Um, so they're not going to get rid of the reserve list. If they do, I would say there's less than six months left to the game. Right. Right. That'd be the time to just maybe. Well. Maybe don't sell out in panic, but but I mean, it, seems, it looks pretty bad. It looks really bad. So you either sell out in panic, mm-hmm. and you're right, and you recoup some of your value. Right. You hold, and you're wrong, mm-hmm. and you you now have five cent cardboard if you're lucky. Right. Um. Because once the game's dead, the value is gone. Right. The right. only thing of value left is sealed product. Um. And even then, you're talking like. $10 booster boxes. Right. So, um, yeah, I don't see any issue with the value of ABU sealed products sure. with a reprint of uh, reserve list items or any sealed product uh, from those eras, legends and whatnot. Uh, it really shouldn't affect that. It will have an effect on the secondary market, but um, that should not be necessarily a driving concern of Wizards. Mm-hmm. They, they acknowledge it, which is good. Um, and to protect previous investments, that's what the reserve list is all about. Yep. But I think if they wanted more people playing Legacy, they should. They have proven mechanics to get it in and observe all the things. Yeah, they have right. the means to do it. Yeah. 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 Well, what's, what's unfortunate is that, you know, Legacy and even modern. Uh, because of these price barriers, it kind of sets a weird precedent. Of, <coughs> if I don't have the money, I can't play. To some degree, right? <laughs> to some degree. And what worries me is that they want standard to be their go-to. Here's what we're streaming. Here's how we get players hooked. Uh-huh. It rotates. We're making the most money out of it because it doesn't. They don't make any f- money off the other formats, right? So. Yeah, right. no. They don't. Yeah, no, they don't. The, the, Beyond the, like GPS or whatever, I guess. The, that's that's not yeah. wizards. Oh, fair. Yeah, the TO is CF. Well, I guess just CFB now. And then then Star City on their open series. Yeah. Yeah, no, Standard is the only thing that that Wizards makes money off of, and not GPs, just Standard. And they don't want Standard to be broken. Yep. Because then it affects the rest of the formats. Yeah. Well, people just don't want to play Standard. People aren't playing Standard. Right. And, like, just reprint some fun into Standard. Like, I'm not telling you that you need Deathrite Shaman. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you need to put something that's going to attract the older player base as well as the new. So, so if we can't go Deathrite, can we go Llanowar Elf? Yo, God. Beowulf Strix. What? Yeah. Yeah, what? sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, a learn. I mean, uh, give me a learn. Oh, somebody has once said on a podcast that a learn is the most fun you can ever have playing Magic. <laughs> if you just have a learn and play, it's just the most fun you can it's, do. It's, it's amazing. So it's recycle. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. you know. But like, if you if you give me Baleful Strix and Forked Bolt in the same format, like, how bad is that? It's <laughs> the worst that can happen. Your opponent takes one and draws a card from your Forked Bolt. I don't know. That sounds uh, great. All yeah. I'm saying is like, there are car- there are things that they can do for standard, and but because yeah. we're going all these new planes, like Ixalan is a whole new place to us. Maybe right. with the return of Dominaria, right? Yeah, which is Dominaria. Dominaria. It's coming out. Yeah. Did I say that? I said that earlier. Yeah. Okay, good. Fifty Shades of Magic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what it is because yeah, it was the original plane for the longest time. Yep. Yeah. So, Are yeah. you getting any nostalgia with that? 
Sure. 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 <laughs> sure whatever. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> so I'm not going to well, lie. It's not even that. It's um, because of the lack of playing that I have time for. The Are they actually going to print something that's going to be a throwback for me? Yeah. Um, there was very little throwback for me in Iconic Masters. Yes. Um, what if they do Urza Lands? That no. would be awesome. <laughs> in standard? Do it, yeah, sure. <laughs> Tolarian Academy, have this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. What, what could go wrong with that in modern? Nothing. Nothing. Um, Nothing at all. Phyrexian. You know, okay, so they released, <laughs> they released this uh, promo art that are like Karn, Teferi, and... You'll oh, hear right. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, and I got genuine, genuinely excited. I was yeah, just like, sure. you know what? This looks cool. I can't l- wait to play against new Karn and Tron. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's be- a five-mana Tron that does <laughs> the same thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no! Sweet. That's what I wanted. Yeah. But yeah, it's just nice to have that cool. feeling of like, cool. hey, like Standard might be kind of interesting to at least look at. Hopefully sure, absolutely. And... Um, and I like this. This was all part of that old announcement that where the uh, rotation piece that they backed off from. Mm-hmm. But to have these uh, one to three size blocks, um, I think that's really good. The You're not going to get away from thematic standard. Right. Um, they, they put a lot of time and effort into world building. Yeah. And if you don't follow it, that's fine. You are a very mechanical player at that point. Sure. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But they are. if you're a mechanical person, they don't care about you. That's right. literally yeah. not what they're going yeah. for. Um, they want to tell a story. They want to tell it over these little bits of cardboard. And the fact that it transfers over into other sets, there is, you know, that's that's gravy. They and the reason why it transfers is because they want to try to create this um, engaging format for the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think dinosaurs were made a little too engaging, <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But, we'll see what the next set, I don't know. But the, that's 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 the problem is when they try try to push on something and try to draw people right. in, it can sometimes have the opposite effect. And we definitely don't want a return of homelands. Um, well, you just spent all this time promoting it. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think I feel like they should go one way or another. They can, they should go either like really zany, like we got an orc pirate wizard, right? We did have a creature that had the type line orc pirate wizard, yeah, which is great. I just the fact that, that for somebody is really important for somebody that's awesome, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, then they should go the other way where there's just like here is a monk that has prowess. You mean like monasters? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Monastery mentor, yeah. Mentor. Yeah. Let's bring mentor back. Uh, it, it never was a thing. Well, I guess in legacy. Yeah, yeah. Mentor, yeah. mentor was played in formats. Yes, yeah. good in that one. Good, that, in, that. good in type one. Yes, supposedly real formats. Alleged, allegedly very good there. <laughs> I only see that online anymore, and I'm not quite sure that's real. So. Yeah, <laughs> it, got, it got restricted recently, didn't it? Uh, I'm not and sure. That, it did get restricted. That in yeah. pro was Gush restricted now? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Gush Why is it Gush, Gush? Gush is great. I don't know. We should play, play, bring that in modern. What could, what could free spells hurt modern? I don't know. I, well, the problem no. the problem is Shocklands. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give us days. It's fine. Um, I think we could do days. Sure. Yeah. Your lands punish you enough. Free counter spells. Yeah. You're, it's not free. Yeah. Mental uh, misstep. Let's do that too. Oh, well. Reprint that. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, now, with all the. Uh, product that wizards does release though because uh-huh. they release a bunch of it 
Yes. And it's not always targeted at the same people. So we have like what unstable and then like rivals and there was commander sets and uh, uh-huh. conspiracies and there's there's been a, at least one serious sprint a month for yeah. the last year yeah. pretty much. Is that exhausting? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Does that exist your player base at all or is it all kind of di- targeted towards different people? Cuz obviously like a, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Uh there's some omnivores out there. Um mm-hmm. and it's uh tricky for them. Um but if if you're not an EDH player, if you want to play your modern by and large, right. Um commander is not going to mean anything to you right um, if you like to modern and legacy you actually have to pay attention to commander right but you're not going to buy a commander deck probably not you're going to buy the commander single right so uh even then if you're not a standard player it doesn't matter so much what crazy stuff they print because you're not going to, odds are, crack boxes of whatever's printed to get your four copies of or your 12 copies, depending on how many cards are in there, that you truly want for your format. Um, And that's where the secondary market comes into play. So for the standard person, I think um, a competitive standard player spends more than a couple hundred dollars a year chasing standard. I really do. That's probably. Yeah, that's probably true. It, uh, it's, it's just that it's very and much easier increments, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like maybe 50 to to $100 every new set, somewhere in there. Yeah, really I think possibly. I think you're lowballing. You think, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, especially with the uh, how they're doing lands now. You know, like they did fast lands and Calvish, yeah. so yeah. those were cheap at one time. I was like, I won't buy those. I'll wait till they're less, and they went up. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> and and it's always little minor tweaks week to week of yeah. the of whatever your deck is. So yeah, no, I mean it adds up. It really does. It's easy to look back and go, oh, I'll probably only spend a couple hundred dollars on standard. I think yeah. over the course of a year, a person probably spends closer to a grand playing yeah. competitive standard. Including like entry fees and stuff like that, or just deck costs? Just deck. Woo. I probably, I, 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 that could very well be a low number too. Yeah. Well, what's the standard cost of a team or energy deck? Uh, 250, depending on how many Chandra's you really want to play. Yeah. That's kind of the expensive piece. The well, what did you play before that? Nothing. I just said, I. Did you, but you have to, if you're going to play, oh, yeah, you, you yeah, got to yeah, play yeah. something, right? Like, yeah, if true. you're not allowed to not play, when you take a look over the course of a year, right. every archetype by and large evolves over the year, and people generally move from one to a different right. thing because unless they're running hot, they're going to be like, okay, frustrated. I want to play Burn Modern now and lose, <laughs> but at least have fun. Not losing. Not losing. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, and I guess I didn't think about it. normally if I bought a deck for standard, I just kind of stick with it, kind of throughout, and I'll like add cards and you know whatever it comes out from the new set. But some people will have to completely sell that or not even get a whole lot out of it, and then switch to a completely new deck and maybe spend another two hundred bucks, right? Just on a rotation, sure. Not even a rotation, just a new set. So, yeah, yeah standard can be expensive, but it can be. But that's I guess that's. But I think that's the cost of a yeah. hobby. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah. be competitive at any hobby. It's going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, like modern's going to be, you know, a, at least a grand, maybe not a grand a year, but you just have a much higher upfront cost. And legacy's kind of the same way. 
But you could, have it then. I could spend a grand a year on modern. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Especially with the way the format's going. But, <laughs> but you know, yeah. I, I mean, like... We, well, you know, we Twin's see... getting unbanned. You think so? Heard In it here. three weeks. Heard it here. Heard it here. It's a hot take. How many Splinter Twins yeah. do you have? How many can I buy? <laughs> <laughs> How many are you willing to sell is the question. They're all in this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> Zendikar rare box. Where yet? Or what is it? Oh uh, my rise. god! You're so bad rise. at this. It's Zendikar block. It's Zendikar block. <laughs> I was actually looking for. That's all right. At least he knows what the card does. I just know, sure. How yeah. to interact? I with just it. wanted Misty Rainforest. That's all. Misty <laughs> Rainforest on the mind. Okay. Yeah, Fair enough. Something like that. No. Um. Yeah. No. It's uh. Chasing a format is expensive. Yeah. Um. And you can play the same deck for a long time, but I think. You start getting a little weary of it, um, and you want to. And again, uh, if if I go to a GP to play, which doesn't happen anymore, mm-hmm. but let's let's pretend land right. Um, sure. I would want to play a tier one deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I would play a lot of tier one cards in a weekly, but maybe not a full tier one deck. Like something yeah. that's interesting to me, a little bit more fun because I'm coming here to play with you folks right. and to enjoy myself. Yeah, maybe you play Needle Drop. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I play great things Our like Tree Folk Harbinger, you know. Uh, did you play the Assault Formation, that S Form deck, Tree Folk Harbinger? Is that the one? Is that in that deck? My way off. I don't okay, know. So Skip Assault Formation comes out. from. Uh, Concert Cure yeah. Block, which again is too new for me to own. That's okay. How? What is your threshold? Five years? Uh, sh- the Alara Block is the last one that I actually have in my collection. Okay. Like, oh, wow. like a, a sizable amount. Right on. That's so cool. I, I mean, I have cards from the other stuff. Sure. Uh, sure. I got um some German Oath of Lilianas because I thought it was a good card. Oh yeah. It did not uh, pan out as that well as I thought it good. would. But it's good. I it like it. Yeah, I think we'll see a resurgence. Uh, so like we kind of talked about this with uh, Ixalan printing. Like we just shouted out some cards that may hold yeah. value. Yeah. Like Kite Sail Freebooter. That one just sees play. It's yeah. not uncommon. So like, how you know, high can it really go? But you know, maybe. But, uh, but have you heard like, of Inquisition? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Man. That one's like several years old. I guess. But it does have a couple printings. Now. Actually, uh, Inquisition jumped to a three dollar uncommon pretty quickly. Did it? Yes. Yeah. That makes sense, though. People knew. You know? It's a good effect. Like, it's legacy playable, too. Weirdly enough, even though they have thought season Cabal Therapy. Therapy is a very difficult card to play. I see. I, I, I hear that, should... but then they just name the three cards I have in my hand, so I don't know. I don't <laughs> well, know. that's after Gitaxian Probe, right? Well, so they already know. No, they just blind name. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you probably have, you look like a guy who's got, like, I don't know. Or two Jaces in your hand. Well, it's turn one. Why would you name it? All right, here's two Jaces. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Thinking, you, you do yourself, I'm thinking of insulating myself versus Cabal <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll never name Jason. Planning oh, for turn four. four. It's called scouting, I think. Uh, I got to uh, stop yeah. wearing reflective sunglasses, I think. It's <laughs> a real problem. Yeah. Too doe-eyed, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Glassy eyes, I don't know. Oh, yeah. oh, boy. I'm tired. That's why they gave us Eclipse. Uh, there you go, the shields, eclipse yeah. sleeves, yeah, yeah, with the flat or the matte front or whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever. Some kind of yeah, muted. Knows. Can't read it. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to read it. I hear that they're like the hottest selling. They were uh, at least sleeves. for a while. Yeah, yeah they're, they're good sleeves. I think they don't wear that well. 
gotcha. you know, for like over like a long period of time. Right. Uh, well, I think if you're playing competitively, you have to change out your sleeves every few weeks. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just part of it. I mean, it's a cost. Yeah. yeah. It a it keeps your cardboard that you're like, well, I've spent all this money on cardboard. Right. You should be changing out your sleeves frequently. Yeah. You really should because they're they're part personal statement about who you are as a person, right? <laughs> well, you get to pick your favorite color, blah, 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 <laughs> yeah. right? Um, but they are a throwaway commodity. They right. really are. Yeah, it's unfortunate that, like, once they're used, it's, that's it. No, just, I, I mean, like, you don't even want to use that in Commander. No. I, mean, I would. Well, I don't no, know. Probably not. The um, So you take your competitive sleeves and you put them over to your, your plague for funds. Mm-hmm. Right, but your if if I'm sitting down to play for some actual money, I have purchased new sleeves. I have resleeved my deck right. within the last few days, and I have shuffled it well. And as a judge, you would recommend that players do that yeah. buy a new box well, of sleeves for a tournament, unless they're you know. So okay, as a judge, I would tell you, uh, you're you're probably playing with marked cards. Gotcha. Um, what if they all look not great? <laughs> There's still discernible patterns, particularly on lands. Okay. Um, so the judge program is not going to be out there and tell you to spend money. Sure. That's of course not. Um, it, At least not to your face. <laughs> play a better deck. Yeah. Better deck checks. Um, or know how to play it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's why we're called over to the table. Yeah. Um, no, the. Judges would prefer that you had good sleeves. Um, and a thing that's actually important to do is shuffle your sleeves after you pick right. them up. Right. Like, I don't care what brand you play. Um, a lot of people complain about regular Ultra Pro. Um, sure. I probably switch out my draft sleeves every two to three years, and I run regular Ultra Pro. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah. They 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 work just about the same. My competitive sleeve choice uh, is KMC personally. Mm-hmm. Um, never got into Dragon Shields. They're they're a good sleeve. Sure. Um, I I use Dragon Shield Matt mm-hmm. Clear Matt for all my board games. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I I, yeah. I don't want to see the back of another Magic card. Right. I, I'm I'm well versed in what that <laughs> looks like. <laughs> yeah, that's never changed. Weird. Uh, no. So. Um, well, yeah, it has. Master of the Fells doesn't. Oh, fair. Well, you know, Delver. It's not a real card. (laughs) (laughs) The history lessons from Austin. This is impressive. Yeah, I'll go real deep. Before we had transform cards, we had flip cards. Same thing, but different. No. Yes. I don't know. Kamigawa block. Yeah. Weird time. Not the same. (laughs) So your card would be like this. And then it would be like that. that that's that good. Was flipped. That's good radio. People know exactly what <laughs> yeah, you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody I, watching I, that as he turns his phone around. <laughs> I am rotating my wrist yeah, for yeah. Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I've learned. So yeah. I mean, as a, as a judge, um, do you feel like you've grown to appreciate Magic as a whole? The more you know of its, you know, hard infrastructure, the seven steps of casting a spell, does does that increase your enjoyment? Just make it tedious. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, huh. The to correctly cast a spell um, is. I wouldn't. I guess tedious might be a fair piece, but 
the I, I don't say it enhances my enjoyment, but when um, I sit to chat with the person about their technical play, and typically do that playing the game with them, um, that's enjoyable. Like to to help tighten them up um, with rules knowledge and whatnot. The um, uh, properly casting a spell. Actually, if you do it in order, it's it's honestly your best way to play the game because you reveal the least amount of information doing it the right way. Right. Um, so it just it helps tighten up your gameplay. Um, and I don't want to be that person again. Oh, I I, I would get. Grr, three lands in a row, yeah. table flip. Oh, yeah. I never flipped a table. Um, <laughs> yeah, wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> so wanted to. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoy competitive magic, or I did. Um, the I do not miss the frustrations that, like, I would. Yeah. The, you know the talk that goes oh, on yeah. in the head, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. I don't miss that. I don't at all. Um, but on the same piece, I. I don't get into the top cut and make a great blowout play and, and feel that sweetness either, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, pros and cons. This is right. much more even keel, right? I, I, I don't get very upset and throw decks anymore. Probably a good thing. Yeah, some of the deck checks I do are pretty expensive. <laughs> How dare he use white border land? <laughs> 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 What a, what a poor can't even afford beta. He's <laughs> just, just, just poor. I don't know. Have, have you seen my draft lands? No. <laughs> no. They're not beta. Yeah. I reserve that for decks. Is there a one basic land that's better than all of them? One set of basics. Yeah. Un. Un, un, un lands? Unglued. 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 That's well, fair. They're beautiful. Make Brian Lana very happy with that statement. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, so my draft lands are a mix of. Uh, ABU, uh, unglued, unhinged. Mm -hmm. um, and it depends on how many I need of a particular land. Depends on which one I go with. Sure. Right. Um, if I'm playing a two-color deck, then it's all unglued. Right. Because then I don't have to worry about wonky numbers. <laughs> <laughs> the um, you got to play all the same art, right? You, yeah, of course. Like, it's all these... Idiot, little idiosyncrasies for for tighter play that I was very driven about once upon a time. Right, and it's even in my low key drafting for funsies box. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so we we try to get every little half percent we can. So we we know what you're talking about. As far yeah, we, exactly. Yeah, if I lands. could get a half percent up in a game, that's yeah. like doubling my chances for winning. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you say that, yeah. but. That's what we yeah. think about when we go to GP. Is do we oh, fetch, yeah, do we absolutely. Not? Yeah. You won't draw the land you fetch. It may not thin your deck, mathematically speaking, but, like, you got to do it. Oh, there's a and ton you of like math. shuffle, and you can put something at the bottom that's yeah. weird. Yeah. But but I maybe you want to bottom. see that card again. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, really interesting things. Yeah, so. I gave up on blue at GP Chicago. <laughs> just, <laughs> the whole color? Just get that out of here? Oh, so I'm a blue player at heart. It's right. just at, at the GP level, it was the headache I had by the end of the day, day one, yeah. was miserable. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I am, I can't do this anymore. So I recently went through that. I just decided, you know what? What about green, white creatures and then blue creatures as well? Just play Vendillion Click. 
Yeah. yeah, that one's not hard. Sure. Well, what's what's nice is that Wizards is putting all these counter spells on creatures now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you just I don't know why, but yeah. they're doing it, and it's yeah. fine. They're technically blue. Yeah, not really though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so just jam those. Make sure yeah. head hurt less. You just punch them for two. That's right. Over and over again. Yeah. So it gets easier, I guess. But no more blue for you. No more brainstorms. No more ponders. Ah, uh, not in a nine-round day. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, play for fun, sure. But if I if I have to start thinking about my plays at that level, I yeah. don't want to. Yeah, it's, it's exhausting. It is. It is. Um, it's there's a definite stamina and endurance to the high-level play at the large events. I mean, playing seven rounds of Magic is a long day. Nine now. Well, but get seven, through seven. seven. Yeah, seven. Yeah. Is, seven is hard enough. Well, think about it. It, it. When you come in for the IQs and whatnot, you're you're you want to be playing at least seven rounds, Truth. Truth. right? Um, playing to the last one, whatever that is. So the the five rounds of Swiss. So you you've got to make right. it through that. If you drop a round early, you you have to keep playing. But if you can go three X, yep. you can double draw it. Yeah, by and large. Um, and and the the take care of the rest of the rounds. The yeah. intentional draw system drives me nuts. Really, don't like it. It incentivizes not playing magic. And you don't like that. Why you're there, right? Yeah, I guess technically, yeah. Um, well, it creates, it sets the the top of the game, and it actually tells the people who are still slugging. I don't care it what you do; matter. it doesn't matter. Right. Right, where like they could technically be in with an outside shot if everyone had if to play. everyone actually played. Yeah. Now, I mean that's called playing the game. So right, like right. I get it, um, but the the alternative is equally bad. I mean, you'll just sit there and dirtle yeah. for for the fifty minutes, and yeah. you will sign the slip however you want to sign the slip, I, unless right. you park a judge there. You know, and right. it's just not worth the resources. So IDs are really an act of convenience for everyone. Right. But I think they there's a cost to them. Sure. So. What about things like collusion? That's always kind of a tough one because I always worry about, well, first I have to get in a winning position, which is not ever, I have to get to like the finals or something. <laughs> and that's few and far between. But well, I never well, want to say Well, don't you make first thing. a line at Taco Bell? Yes, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes we're going yeah. there. I'm on a first name basis at Taco Bell, so just. <laughs> oh, see, you, you can make it yeah. to the finals there. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, I never want to offer something illegally or have something offered to me illegally. Right. In magic or otherwise at Taco Bell. Right. So, so never check your backpack. Gotcha. Basically, yeah. Okay. Um, so collusion at a magic event. Uh, yeah, probably all the time. So I dare say the two of you have a chat before you leave the house during your playtesting, sure. that if you did it in the event, one of you would get DQ'd. I dare... And I, I'm probably, not just... Probably. I'm not... I know what you're saying. ...saying you're horrible people or anything like that. I'm just saying that, you know, hey, if I win tonight, dinner's on me. Yeah. Like, sure, boom, like you're gone. Yeah. Um, the sort of stuff, like, the collusion happens all the time in the parking lot or even before it happens in the the situation comes up Austin when you're sitting at uh, table two mm-hmm. or sorry table four let's go with table four sure um, so top four right or top eight I guess top four tables top four tables gotcha um, top eight players yeah 
you say, I don't know, something stupid. So like, just generally my discussion, hey, my rhetoric. Hey, you know, give me a booster <laughs> box. I want to jump on the road and get back to Columbia because St. Louis is an hour and a half drive. Sure. Right? Isn't doesn't that actually just progress the tournament forward and make things smoother? The other guy gets to stay and keep playing magic. Yeah, sure. You get what you want out of it, you get to go, right? Yeah. But that but gets you just, DQ'd. Yeah. Um so there's a lot of half speak and whatnot that happens at magic events. There's a lot of hushed tones in parking lots, and it's not something we can effectively address, so we don't. Would you rather just not care about collusion, or does that open up a whole other side of things? That I would rather people played magic. Just have to play, and like the prizes actually are what they play are. magic. Yeah. Because if 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 you the system is geared like you should be playing up through the Swiss period. Right. And then truly the top eight players are selected then not the people who did well enough at the beginning to then double draw in. Right. Um, so that locks up top four or sorry for the top slots. And honestly, the, I find the last round affects one person. Usually. Uh, top eight deck lists are by and large typed before the slips are in. Um, we're just we run enough of these that it's it's pretty easy to go and then so really at that point you're figuring out tiebreakers for the last person um so everything else is kind of done and you just need all the slips in right. because they have such it, it's it can have such a very swinging impact um so uh most of the talk gets locked in the last round uh in the nth round but if you had to play every single round Every single round. A, I think you'd probably end up going to less magic. Probably. So let's say the expected turnout is 60 people for an event that you have to drive two hours for. If you're going there to win because it's a a Mox Lotus or or, or whatever, some some big fancy frou-frou card, the expected turnout is 60, so you're looking at nine Nine hours of magic. Yeah, nine rounds. Plus a dinner break, hopefully. You, yeah. you get a half hour in there, yeah. right? Um, and then another four hours driving. That's a whole day. That's more than... Uh, that's, that's that's 13... A full, that's, a full day. That's, that's nine hours of concentration plus four hours in a car. And to me, driving is tedious. I hate oh, it. Oh, yeah. I am so looking forward to self-driving cars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be glad for them so I can just play games on my phone yeah there you go while i ride along the words with friends i don't know (laughs) the i think you're thinking small (laughs) (laughs) gp in atlanta yeah i go i i I get in the car thursday evening i wake up in atlanta yeah that'd be nice one can dream then what do you know they're they're out now I mean, yeah, but they don't want you to sleep. <laughs> no, right. no, there, there, there's like completely like back Autonomous. backseat bench. Yeah, really? nice. yeah. Um, uh, in Europe, it's around uh, half a million dollars or whatever the stupid thing is. Yeah, so I mean, give it ten years and it'll be high end consumer market. When it's hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand yeah. dollars, I'm buying one. I don't care. <laughs> Worth it to you. It is a game changer. Yeah. It is such a game changer. I can go somewhere with my family. And the car can do the driving, and I can sleep. Like, we can wake up somewhere. Yeah. If I want to go to a GP to play or judge, I don't have to get a hotel room the night before. Right. I literally get in the magical 
mobile, show up, brush my teeth, step on the floor. Yeah. And how do I get home? Like, I just worked. If I just did, like, last summer Vegas, and I was so beat at the yeah. end of it. Um, I had, a like, a 2 or 3 a.m. flight because my wife booked things for me. <laughs> oh, no. So I did, the, yeah. I, I did the after-party thing. Sure. Uh, went back up and packed my room and uh, went downstairs and, you know, drunk players and judges and all right. that sort of stuff waiting for cabs and I'm just like I'm going to get to the airport and I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. Um but to to work such a long haul and 3 days can be pretty long at a GP depending on right. uh, what you're doing. Um and just forget about it. Like you go, you sit and you read something cuz you want to sure. or you play a video game. Yeah. <laughs> you you do whatever and you're like, yeah, uh, I'll be home in nine hours. <laughs> yeah. Show up in your and driveway. this is all because you get to leave early because of collusion, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I agreed to split with my opponent. And, yeah, but I offered him something, and he offered me something. And we all went. It's yeah. weird. So an interesting thing about collusion in general is that it doesn't actually, uh, by and large, by and large, need to be correct here because in case mm-hmm. someone says, "Wait, a judge told me." Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it doesn't affect the last game. So the two of you are sitting down, and um, you're playing for, I don't know, it's a 1K here at the shop. So sure. I think it's, if no one had did a prize split up to that point, it's $600. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. First yes. is supposed to be four. Second yes. is supposed yes. to be 200 Yes, correct. You could turn and look at him Austin, you could say, give me $600, you can have the invite. Right. Because that, I mean, doesn't, that doesn't depend but... on the outcome of the game. Nobody's conceding or anything like that. It's just So you can rearrange the pl- prize split however you want. Um, the, the second place person has to drop from the event. Not concede the game? Has to drop from the event? Whatever, so same, thing, it, same thing. It, yeah, I mean, it's by and large going to be the exact same thing for you on, on right. your end of things. Um, now, the the trick becomes is you don't talk about the invite. You don't say do it you, goes to first. You don't say, do you want the invite? You go, I'm fine with dropping from the event or conceding the game. Give me $600. Right. You can um, literally say, can, give me $600 and so, I'm gone. So, see, that's what I guess gets me is you can say that, but you can't go like, I'll concede for the six hundred dollars. You can. You can't say that. Yeah. Really. Sure. Take your pick. Really. Yeah. Okay. You cannot say I will concede for four hundred dollars and a cheeseburger on the way home. Okay. Because you can rearrange the price structure. Yeah. You not can't the cheeseburger. The cheeseburger is not a part of the event. Uh, okay. So as long as we. Are you can't out. introduce anything in. What if it was though? And it can't. I thought it couldn't be dependent on the outcome of the match. That's a regular price split. Okay. Which is any time that's not when you're in the final round. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so you you can kind of collude when you're in the last round. Interesting. Yeah. I think this conversation speaks volumes as far as how serious we take this cardboard game, <laughs> and the fact Sometimes. that you know there may be six hundred dollars on the line, but the second you start talking about anything but the prize structure, <laughs> you're out. Yeah, you're gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, we're we're done here. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for ending the event early yeah. for me. I right. appreciate it. Yeah, right. I have some additional paperwork. I'm going to need some statements right. from you, but you know, right. 
if you don't want to give them to me, the J the player conduct committee, not the JJC, the PCC is right. gonna reach out to you and uh, want to hear from you. Yeah, fair enough. Well, ho- hopefully they don't hear from us. No, not unless it's good not. news. Yeah. Well, yeah. Players very. Is there like a positive reward thing? Probably not. Players very good. Like guru guru promos. Can we do that again? Ooh. Probably not. That was the last time you played taught someone how to play magic. Uh, taught someone how to play the game, or actually oh. taught them from uh, scratch how to play the game. Two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago. For real. Yeah. For real. Yeah, for good real. on you. Yeah. So that's what the those lands were for. Were yeah. for people that went out and uh, taught people how to play. I haven't taught anybody. Taught different things, not from scratch though. Yeah. It's weird. I learned a lot about myself as I was teaching this person. <laughs> I was just like, not not that like she didn't understand but the fact that like i had to communicate it differently versus the right the, right you know the talk that we use the you know, like, the jargon we joke about that. tapping left or right but to, to the new player what does it matter it doesn't <laughs> right, right. It, it, it doesn't but they're going to mimic whatever you do right yeah so so i had to like stop all my shortcuts and explain like here's how a fetch land works right <laughs> yeah and, like yeah. your life total can go down and sometimes that's okay like yeah. just let it go yeah and fun. get what you need so you can win the game yeah also would be proud. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. But uh I don't know. Uh Baker, I feel like that wraps up the cast here. Uh pretty much. Nat, do you want to uh kind of give out any information as far as people want to like reach you or the shop or uh, you don't have to. You have no no need to do so, but if people want to like tweet at the shop or whatever. Uh sure. So um this the shop we keep referring to is uh Majelings Games. Mm-hmm. Um you can reach me not at com if you ever want direct contact with me uh, facebook.com slash mazelings to message the page um sure. all the staff answer it and i get in touch with that at mazeling games for twitter right. um yeah i think that's all the big all things one word. uh one. yeah no underscores or anything yeah, yeah. stuff like that i don't think so cool um and contact at Amazing Games if you wanted to go to an anonymous bin, which still ends up in my lap. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, so you guys do like daily, sometimes. Or I'm sorry, weekly, weekly, sometimes even daily updates as far as like text or video or. Uh, yeah, so I do. I shoot a video every week to talk about what's happening for the week. Um, I've got uh, another video that I actually have to do. I was going to do it today, but family stuff and the, this here mm-hmm. um, has. I'm not. When I get home, I'm not going to shoot sure. the video because <laughs> um, I, I, I I live a good distance away. Um, People will understand it's a holiday. Yeah, yeah, so it's Boxing Day. So exactly. um, oh, it is, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, yeah, it is. Canadian, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, things slipped my mind. It's okay. Um, so, but yeah, I actually need to talk about our communities and our magic play in 2018. Yeah. Is what I've got brewing in the back of my skull. So right I'm excited yeah. about 2018. Uh, fun. Yeah, I think I mean the just returning to Dominaria, uh, you know, also the community that we have here is is fantastic. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I, the community that I came from was good, but this is the community that like pushes me to be better, and I yeah. think that's a wonderful. I thing, think so. I think we have a great mix of uh, low key players, um, pleasant competitive players, and very competitive players, and I think yeah. they all serve a very good part and if you step in here at any point in your magic career god that's a, such a horrible <laughs> right, word yeah, yeah, i don't like that word but i know what you mean like your um, journey you're gonna find a person that can help grow you to that step and uh, the people really are what make majorlings majorlings yeah. um 
in part like that started with me and, and the people that I put here. Um, but it's fostering all you folks and getting good people do good things. Yeah. So it's a very ground up approach, which is good. Just like have a good base of, you know, good people. Yeah. And then it usually just blossoms from there, which is nice. That's right. Peter, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me uh, at MindSlump on Twitter.com. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't ever use it, but I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can also find Dead on Board uh, on Facebook. Um, and Twitter. And Twitter. What's our Twitter? Uh, at Dead underscore on underscore board. So it's Dead on Board, but with underscores between all the words. Yep. Which, where we will be doing some uh, giveaways here soon. Uh, yeah, we're going to buy a random playmat and sign oh. and doodle it, and we're going to send it to... Thought I was Somebody giving away a deck. Winner. I was really worried for a second. Oh no! <laughs> no, no. You say you're giving away a playmat, like a mm-hmm. blank playmat with doodles on it. Oh no! It's going to be a Magic the Gathering playmat with yeah. some kind of art on it from yeah. anywhere. Yeah. And I, we're gonna doodle and we're gonna we're gonna I, draw on it. I think I can give you one after we oh, pack up here. Fantastic! Ooh, better. I'm excited. Uh, so the Dead on Board uh, cast will sign and doodle that. Yep. Sure. Um, uh, let's see. We also have our Patreon. Yep. Uh, which oh, we plug that officially for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're just dead on board. Uh, Patreon.com. Um, so Patreon.com slash dead on board. Correct. Yeah, sure. Yep. Uh, if you get on Patreon, you can find it. Where we uh, have multitude of um, awards. Now you can get a shout out. Uh, top tier is come on the cast with us for an episode, which would be exciting for all of us. I think. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. That'd be cool. <clears throat> uh, what else? What else? What am I thinking? Uh, off the top of my head, uh, I want to say there's like some level of giveaway associated with the patreon but i haven't versed myself very well on the prizes yet that's all right they're all there we'll figure them out yeah it's tons of fun uh i yeah. named them all like dead on you <laughs> dead know on something. something yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever nice <clears throat> yep uh, uh let's dead see on arrival. Have we done dead on arrival? yeah okay. yeah i did do dead on arrival. Okay, i think that's one, like, that's the one where they one. come that's, that's the softball and they visit <laughs> yeah sweet oh that's actually good right yeah, yeah yeah uh, you can find me at uh, so you can find me at Austin underscore P underscore Baker on Twitter if you want. That's the one that's like technically used, although I don't use it. I'm also at Jund Boy because it wasn't taken. Because it wasn't taken, and I thought, what a what a great IP to have. Yeah, we're gonna keep uh, bragging about that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna lord <laughs> that over every other Jund player. Are you Jund Boy? No, I am Jund Boy. Uh, so no, you can find me there. That has no tweets yet, but maybe we'll change that in the not too distant future. Uh, and you can find the group on Facebook. Yep. Uh, also, uh, our main website, uh, Dead on Board, that's the big MTG.com, one. where we post all of our articles and podcasts yeah. uh, ahead of time in case you aren't subscribed to our SoundCloud, which you should be, or yeah. on iTunes. Um, we also are on CastBox now. Hey. Yep. Uh, which is great uh, with our new intro and all that. Yeah, right on. Uh, but my name is Peter Trapani here with Austin Baker. Hey, see you later, guys. And Mr. Knapp. Hey, have a great night. And we are Dead on Board. <laughs>